Good morning, everyone, or whatever time of day you might be listening to this. This is Jeff, and I am coming to you live from my truck again. Um, it's a Monday morning, and I'm on my way to the office, like I did my last one. I appreciate you taking the time to stop and listen to what I have to say. If you've listened to the other episodes, you know that this is a very rough produced uh, podcast. I don't do any edits. I don't do any overdubs. I don't have the fancy recording equipment with me. I'm in my truck on my way to the office. So that's what I'm doing. And basically what I do is I pick something that's on my mind this week and I just ramble about it and hopefully you get something out of it, but what I found the past couple of weeks doing this is that as I verbalize things and get it out there, it actually helps me come to realizations that I didn't have before. So I appreciate you being a part of my therapy. So anyway, hope everyone had a good week. It was a up and down week for me. I had a, you know, just like everybody, we had ups and downs and uh, we're, we're moving past them, learn from them and move on, right? So what I want to talk about today is uh, criticism and self-criticism and self-down-talk. Uh, I'm not sure that's proper. Self-deprecating or something that sounds too much like defecating. But anyway, kind of the same principle in some ways, though. Anyway, so about six years ago, y'all, some of y'all heard this already, but I'll say it again. Uh, I sat down with a person that has become a dear friend and pretty much a member of our family uh, named Lois. Lois is a uh, coach that helps people craft their vision for their preferred future. And it's not a fantasy where I wish I had all this stuff. No, you write it as if it is complete at a specific date in the future. And it's realistic. Something that, you know, is, is realistic and attainable if you put in the work. So, you know, in my vision I wrote six years ago, we wrote a bunch of things about our business and our, about our personal and our family life, things that would uh, be in place in uh, October of 2020. <clears throat> and things were on track. We were doing really, really well. We accomplished a lot of the things in the vision. Uh, or as I like to say it, we lived it into existence. And then I got complacent. About a year and a half ago, I'll be the first to tell you that, I got complacent and some things started drifting away, falling off. And then this year, uh, somebody's big sister, Rona, showed up and derailed the plans completely almost. And so now we're having to look back and say, okay, what has to be fixed? So that's what I'm doing now uh, in my business and also in my personal life as well. But um, I brought that up because I read through the vision not too long ago. And I mean, I usually used to read through it once a week. I got away from that. But now I've gotten to where I'm doing it again. But when I picked it up for the first time in a long time, a few weeks ago, um, <clears throat> one of the things I noticed in there, and bear in mind, the narrative that this vision is written in, you have to understand, it's not written in a... I will do this <clears throat> narrative. It's not in a future 
I'm, you know, going to do this narrative. So in other words, it's not a goal list. It's a, it's written in the narrative of this is X future date. In my case, it was October of 2020. <clears throat> and this is what I've accomplished. Bear in mind, it was written in 2014. So it says in there, I wrote in 2014 that in October of 2020, one of the things that is different about me is that I am better able to accept compliments from people. That when someone gives me a compliment, I don't try to downplay it or say something that is demeaning about myself to try to divert from it. And I put that in there specifically uh, because Lois pointed out to me that every time she would pay me a compliment, I would try to respond instead of saying thank you. I would respond by saying, yeah, but, or, well, I'm not really that good, or I just got lucky, or whatever, or, you know, it wasn't that big of a deal. And that was one thing that we determined that I needed to work on. Unfortunately for me, that was not one of the things I focused on in the ensuing six years. I focused on the big things, the things that were tangible that you could touch, see, smell, taste, hear, not, but, but not feel internally. And that's one of those things that I did not focus on. That was the big one I didn't focus on, I realized. So a couple of weeks ago, I'm looking at all the stuff in the vision that we had accomplished and we had lived into existence and then had fallen away due to my choices, putting myself in a position where you know, I, I had gotten complacent. And then when the coronavirus hit, um, because of those decisions I had made, put it, becoming complacent, I was not in a position to capitalize on some things that we could have uh, during this pandemic. And it almost cost us our business. And the jury's still out on whether that's going to happen. I mean, we're not through with this stuff yet. So, but one of the things I realized was, okay, there are things that I said, I got I to start having some wins for myself. One of them was to start this podcast. And because it was, you know, one of those things that was in there that I, I wanted to help other people that were starting a business or living life that, you know, or parents or spouses or whatever that go through stuff. I want to be able to help use my experience to help people. And I'm reading through this vision again, and I see this one line that says about accepting compliments. And I'm like, wow, if I want to help people, then I got to start, you know, actually believing that there is good things about me. <clears throat> because if I don't believe there's good things about me and my experience and the things that I've been through, how in the world am I supposed to help anybody else? Who's going to listen to me if I don't believe it myself? So, and then I also said, this is a win that I can have every week that it does not require any effort on other people's part. In other words, I don't, if, you know, if it's something that has to do with the business and I have to, you know, guide my team and share the vision with them, get them on board with it, and they're good about doing it when I share it. And then the follow-up, are we doing this? Are we doing that? Here's the plan. Here's the vision. Here's where we want to go. How are we going to, how, y'all, how do y'all think we should get there? And that's what we do with our team there at the office. And what I have to, 
with this right here, this particular thing as far as accepting compliments, the only person that has to do that is me. Somebody pays me a compliment, the only thing I've got to do to get that win is to say thank you. That's it. And that's a win. And, you know, with everything going on in this world right now, let's face it, y'all, we need to have a win anywhere we can get it. I don't want to say good, honorable win. And I believe that one is. So why do we put ourselves down, though? Why, why do I do that? Why would I always do that? You know, I, I've thought about that all week, trying to figure it out. And I think part of it is we, um, for me personally, this is just my personal belief. And again, say this every time, I am not a mental health professional. I haven't studied any of this and professionally, I just, it's all anecdotal. But what my theory about me is, and maybe you can relate, <clears throat> the reason why I was so hesitant to accept a compliment from someone is that the minute I, I believe that the, maybe the minute I started believing that I actually am good, and that I can do good things, and there are good things about me, that this compliment someone's paying me is true, or that, I don't know, you know, someone says, wow, you know, you're really smart about this, you're really doing a good thing with your business, or whatever, and I don't downplay it, then, you know, actually have to believe it, and there might be truth to it, and then I don't have the excuse anymore of, well, I'm not really that good. Or, well, when I failed, you know, if I fail, well, you know, I knew I wasn't that good at it. See, I wasn't good at this. That's why I didn't accomplish this objective. You know, I got lucky those other times. So it's a very um, self-fulfilling uh, attitude of, of defeat, where when you say, well, I'm not really that good, I, I, I'm Thanks for, you know, you paid me a compliment, but, you know, I got lucky. Oh, yeah, you had you built a really good business, Jeff. And I just got lucky. Well, you know, that might be part of it, but that's not all of it. Well, the fact is, I was very blessed. I mean, you know, I had, um, put myself in a position where I was around good people, and, and you know, there was some divine intervention in many, many cases uh, where you know, God said, okay, you know, you deserve this and you're going to do good things with it. So here, and and that's what I, that's what happened because, but it wasn't me getting lucky. Um, I think we get that attitude sometimes because you hear about people getting their quote unquote lucky break. And let's face it, y'all. Lucky breaks happen because you put yourself in a position to get the lucky break. I don't recall too many people that have been successful and famous that got a lucky break because they were sitting on their couch eating Hot Pockets. And then all of a sudden, everything turned around for them. That's not what happens in this world. I mean, you hear the overnight success stories and yeah, from the outside looking in, it is an overnight success. But for the people that are living it, 
it's in many cases years and years and years of hard work, sacrifice, long hours, frustration, self-doubt, self-pity, not just self-doubt, but family doubt, uh, friends doubting you, friends, quote, you know, looking out for you to tell you, no, man, you really need to be doing this. This is what you're best at. You know, this is, you know, people like you don't get to do stuff like this. And then that's the overnight success stories, what they have to deal with. Those are the people that get the quote unquote lucky breaks in this world. The ones that persevere through that. And then when the opportunity presents itself, they're in a position to act on it. But it comes back to believing that you are good enough, believing that you deserve it, believing that when something good happens, you had a hand in it in creating that good thing that happened. Because the fact is, like I said, I don't know too many people that got their lucky break sitting on their couch eating Hot Pockets and then all of a sudden everything changed for them. It's because of people that got out, they worked, and they sacrificed. So you know, my challenge this week to those of you that are listening is when someone pays you a compliment, don't downplay it. You know, don't, don't do that. Just say thank you. You don't have to expand on it. You don't have to brag about it or anything like that. And that may be the reason why some of us don't accept compliments because we feel like if we accept it or if we say thank you, then it's being arrogant. You know, because now you're acknowledging that you're actually good at something and you can't acknowledge that you're good because then you're being arrogant, which I've also been guilty of that. I've been told, you know, you're just arrogant. No, I'm not arrogant. I just believe that I'm good. believe that you're good at something, I'm not being arrogant. If you can back it up, it's definitely not arrogant. If you're if what you're doing backs up what people are saying or what you say about yourself, it's not arrogant. It's not boastful, it's not prideful. I mean and there's nothing wrong with having pride. Okay? Being prideful and having pride is kind of a different thing, but that's a different topic for a different time. But taking pride in what you've done being confident in your ability to do it again. There's nothing arrogant about that. There's nothing cocky about that. There's nothing wrong with accepting it when somebody pays you a compliment for it. Just say thank you. Then if they ask you to expand on it, humbly and graciously do so. Don't demean anyone. Speak with humility, speak with grace, and share the accomplishment. That's all you got to do. So, again, like I said, my challenge this week is when someone pays you a compliment, just say thank you. Just say thanks. That's all you got to do. And then... Listen to what they have to say after that, because you never know. Somebody might just 
need your advice. You might have an opportunity to help someone because they believe that you can. So this one is a little bit shorter than some of the others, but with all that being said, I really appreciate everyone uh, that's listened to this. Uh, if you think it's good, please share with your friends. If you don't think it's good, share it anyway because somebody else might. Uh, if there's something you disagree with or something you have a further question about, send me a message. Email me. If you have a number, call me. Go on Facebook and message me. Whatever you need to do. I'll be more than happy to discuss anything I've heard that I've talked about here. But I do believe that if you just start taking this one little step, just say thank you when someone says good job, then you're going you're gonna to start seeing differences. I know just in a few weeks that I've done it, I have. So I'm going to leave you with this. You're awesome. I believe in you. I know you can do it. Now go do it. And I will catch up with you all next time. Thank you for listening.